as the world outside seems to be getting darker, colder and more oppressive with each day. It is more important than ever to connect to the truth of who you are, the light within, so that you can shine that through you, from you, out to those around you. Midday mindfulness is being created specifically to deliver you all the information that you will ever require in order to inspire and empower yourself to become the source of your own inspiration and with it your own liberation. In this weekly podcast, Kane Stromberg and all of his amazing guests bring to you the very secrets to reality, how to go about actually becoming an energy master and with it mastering life itself. Consciousness expansion is the name of my game and so you will know my name is Kane. Welcome to Midday Mindfulness. In this weekly podcast, we share with you the very secrets to reality and how to go about actually creating the life of your dreams in all ways. Only through the upliftment and liberation of yourself can you then deliver this information to everybody else so that together, now, we can create a world of true equality. For all. I welcome you to the family, to the tribe, to the club and look forward to connecting with you on a deeper level very soon. Greetings and welcome to episode number three of Midday Mindfulness here on Vibesolate FM. It is our honour and privilege to be able to bring you this information to be part of your journey as you are part of ours. And just as a quick reminder, it is never too late to vibe. It is never too late to make those changes, to make those choices leading to those actions, leading to the life of your dreams. Your vibe attracts your tribe. Whatever you vibrate at yourself is what you will attract from around you. Before I get into deep into today's episode, which will cover the ego, what it is and how to actually live alongside it as opposed to trying to overcome it. Once again, my name is Kane Stromberg, the Cosmic Surfer. I am a soul coach and inner completion master. And it is my honor and privilege to be able to share with you all the information that I have collected through my life's experiences, through the learnings and qualifications that I have, as well as through working alongside and with my clients. I create YouTube content housed on Cosmic Surfer on YouTube, as well as a dedicated meditation channel, meditation mainstream meditation apologies there are so many midday and mindfulness and meditation things going on at the moment that it is quite often difficult to keep track of what we are doing at any one moment in any one day yet focusing on the only time that exists which is now everything is perfect so very quickly before we actually get into the ego if you think about the past it exists within your mind. It is no longer taking place, it is no longer happening, but you are able to re-experience the past by simply thinking about it. And whenever you think about something, where your attention goes, your energy flows. Whatever you think about, you attach your energy to and you feed. So whatever you focus upon, you grow. As though you are the mighty sun. And you are shining your light of attention on either the weeds or the flowers in your garden of life. Focusing upon the weeds, even with a want to remove them, will only grow them. And we will actually talk about the shit of life and how to use it to benefit you in the next episode. And how to know that actually the word failure is something positive. I wrote up on the board at my gym what the true meaning of failure is the other day and we will discuss it next week. 
but very quickly. Failure, broken down, is falling about or around, falling around in learnings until realizing everything. There is never any negative in life unless you perceive it and decide it so. Failure is positive and it is time we start educating the children, the future generations, that in order to succeed, first we must fail. And failure is part of the process. In fact, failure is positive because without those failings, there would be no success. We should be told or educated. You have to fail average of around 50 times before you get the success that you are looking for. Then every time you fail, it's like, yes, I failed again. I'm that much closer to that success. Yes, my dreams are that much closer. And it is true. If you are going through a time that is quite difficult, quite testing, quite challenging at present, which globally is taking place, then I would like for you to think of existence as a mathematical equation. And we will actually discuss this momentarily and link it into the ego and everything being energy and attracting that from around you, which you are yourself. But if you were to flip a coin a hundred times, you would expect it to land equally face up and face down. Yes, mathematically, if you flicked a coin a hundred times, you reckoned as an average it would land on heads 50 times and tails 50 times. Okay, we, we can agree on that, yes. Life is exactly the same. There is day and there is night. There is positive and there is negative in the perception of it. In truth, there is only ever love and the separation of it. And as those of you that know that have actually looked at my socials, it is always love. Love is the answer. It is love that is the answer. Love that is the key. A key that would unlock a door deep within and set not only you, but the whole world free. It's the philosophy I live by and the main basis of all the teachings which I share. It's love. Any question, the answer is always love. So flicking that coin 50 times, 100 times, you expect it equally face up, face down. Yet in life, we take the positives for granted almost. We expect life to be joyful and blissful at all times. Yet we live in a duality-based reality. Everything exists in a mathematical equation and it must balance and harmonize itself out. So every time you go up, you're going to come down. And the quicker that you raise, the quicker that you will plummet, that you will drop. That is where the middle ground comes in. The Buddhist way of living is to take the middle ground. And in the middle ground, there is no wants or desires. There is no attachment to external objects. And this actually subdues the ego because it is the ego that wants, that needs, that desires. So if you are in a place in life at the moment where everything seems to be continuously going wrong, there is just negativity everywhere you look and you are finding it difficult to see the positives. Due to the existence of infinity, I would never factually decide or defy anything as being left or right, red or blue, wrong or right, true or false. There is always a chance that it will be the reverse once you test something to it infinite. So if you're flicking a coin and it's landed a thousand times face down because of the existence of infinity and because we live in a mathematically balanced equation of reality and existence, every time you flick that coin, you become exponentially closer to it landing face up. If you are going through negativity in life and it seems to be the only thing you're experiencing every day, you are coming exponentially closer to actually experiencing that breakthrough, that peace, that bliss, that happiness. Quite often it is darkest just before the dawn. And in order for there to be able to be any light, 
It needs darkness to shine upon and within. You wouldn't see the stars shine at night if it wasn't dark, and you wouldn't be able to see life's rainbows if it wasn't for the dark and stormy, cloudy days in life. But there is always that balance of light and dark, and light will always win. Love will always conquer, always. Within the mathematical equation, within existence, love will always succumb or overcome darkness, should I say. Darkness will always succumb to the light. If you have the darkest of rooms and you add even a single candle, it illuminates that room. Okay, picture this in your mind for a moment. You've got a dark room, you light a candle and it illuminates the room. Use no amount of darkness that you can add to that room that will extinguish the, the candle. Yet by lighting a second candle and adding more light, it further illuminates the room, reducing the darkness. Light will always overcome darkness. And that, my friends, is how we can experience those stormy days in life, knowing that the dawn, the sun, and that peace and happiness is just around the corner. So ego. Ego is the sense of self. Ego, in Latin, ego literally means I. It is the I am. Yet it is the limited and separate I as opposed to the cosmic I. I am are the most powerful words in existence and whatever you put after them you become. I am confident, I am successful, I am able, I am more than worthy of experiencing the life of my dreams and happiness and abundance in all ways. I am, so I am. I can because I am. I am more than able to do anything that I desire. Or, well, I'm, I'm, I'm a victim. I'm depressed. I'm a failure. I'm stuck. What's the point? There's only two ways of existence. Always there's two sides to that coin. You are either creating or you are waiting. And any time you're waiting, you're in a place of victimhood. Because in, again, in fact, you're always creating, but you just give away that feeling of creatorship to an external object. The reason prayer works is because you believe it so, so you create it so. The reason that you're able to experience everything in life is because you have aligned yourself with it vibrationally. And this is a very, very in-depth and powerful teaching but it is one that may be it took me a long time to grasp this and it wasn't the actual teachings of it it was only through experiencing it in life and knowing that beyond doubt I create my reality and everything within it if I give my power away to somebody else and allow the feeling that they are controlling or governing me, then I am actually choosing to create that. So to think that somebody has wronged me, therefore I am a victim, therefore I am never going to be able to experience the life of my choosing is basically giving away my power to something outside myself, but choosing to do so and choosing to then experience that which I experience as a result. The way to describe this is links into the law of attraction, okay? The law of attraction dictates that whatever you vibrate at yourself is what you attract from the universe around you. Scientifically, spiritually, matter-of-factually, everything that exists is energy vibrating at different frequencies and it does so in waveform, okay? Those waves that go up and down, that is why... I and you, as I am but another aspect of you, <laughs> I am you as you are me, we are all that was or ever shall be, universal energy dancing rhythmically 
and energetically in this play we call life, and even scientifically they cannot deny this is right. Part one of my poems. So everything is energy vibrating at different frequencies and doing so in waveform. It goes up and down. And the the higher the peak, the deeper the trough. Up and down, up and down. But if life did not have the ups and downs, just as if a roller coaster did not have the ups leading to the downs, it would be boring. It would be meaningless and it would not have the excitement that life does. It is the ups and downs which bring the learnings and the the pleasure in life. So whatever you vibrate at, you then attract to you that on the same vibrational frequency as you. Your vibe attracts your tribe. People like people like them. This is on a psychological level as well as an energetic level. You know how some people, when they walk in the room, they brighten the room. They energize the whole environment. They feel or you can feel them and their positivity. Whereas other people walk in the room and they drain it. You actually feel yourself wince and close your chest slightly as though you are protecting yourself from them. You are protecting yourself from them. You are energetically protecting yourself. There are only two types of people once again. Everything at its core is one of two sides. Light or dark, love or the separation of it. There are taps and there are drains. There are people that drain you, that try to take from you, that are always negative and there is always an issue that they want to share or put upon you. And there are taps, people that fill you, that lift you, that inspire you, that want for your pleasures and enjoyments in life to be experienced, that support you and your dreams because they want for you to succeed and to experience happiness just as much as they want to themselves. Two trees growing alongside each other don't try to outgrow each other. They don't think about if they're good enough to grow or if the tree next to them is better than they are. They just grow. They're trees. That's what they do. It's only humanity that seems to be focused on the outdoing one another but that is something which was educated to us at school and something else that we are addressing in the re-education of the future generations so just like a radio when you listen to a radio station you tune that radio in to a certain frequency and then the frequency is picked up and broadcast through that radio I likened it to a TV because it was the way I was showing it myself in deep meditation. And for those of you that have not actually ever experienced or tried meditation, please do yourself the most fundamental and life-changing favor and meditate. Because of the current global situation, it is slightly more difficult to actually connect with people to do so in person. But the first place that I meditated was the Ipswich Buddhist Centre. There is a very, very beautiful atmosphere, some amazing, inspirational and very deeply educated people that attend and take the sessions. And it is still taking place online. I know this. So anybody that wants a starting point for meditation, the Buddhist Centre is a beautiful place to start. There is no religion involved buddhism is not specifically a religion other than for tax purposes because religions are tax free you don't have to pay any sort of income tax or any sort of taxes on religions so therefore it is a religion but technically it's not it walks hand in hand with science and it will actually adopt things that science proves to be correct or incorrect doesn't try to defy it so as some other religions of old and it is one of the more ancient religions predating christianity and the like so i strongly suggest that you have a look online at any form of meditation and the meditations that i create 
on the mainstream meditation channel are very in-depth. They're very, very powerful. And they are more of a advanced level of meditation, going on astral travels and chakra balancing and aligning and inner child integration and completion style of work. Very, very powerful, very, very powerful things that are housed on the mainstream meditation. But as I say, slightly more of a in-depth process. But in the book I'm writing, Beginner's Guide to Meditation Mastery, I will record each and every section and put it up as a series on YouTube so that it's accessible for anybody that wants to start meditation and, and continue their process and their journey going forward together. So once again, frequency, vibration, as that's what it all is. And I'll give you the cheat, the cheat code to life, the way to manifest your most beautiful life in all ways. I'll tell you how. But first of all, let me finish what I started before I get sidetracked and off on a tangent once again. So let's keep it as a radio. Actually, the TV is more of a... So the TV allows for the understanding of the ancient phrase as above so below as within so without so this is a very deep and ancient teaching that says basically everything that's happening outside you is a reflection of what is happening within that i am only a mirror of you and i allow for you to see in me things which you require to see in yourself so anytime, as I spoke about this before, anytime that you become aggravated or irritated by another person, it's a reflection of something within yourself that you're not fully acceptant of. The expression except enlightenment, the expression enlightenment, sorry, is to, which I'm sure you've all heard of enlightenment, its basic principle is to exist in a place or in a state of acceptance of all that is within the light, okay? And we've actually just released our seven weeks to enlightenment course online, our online course, which is housed on greatestversion.club. And there is currently a 55% offer on that course, as well as all of our courses at the moment to help the global situation and give back what we can to assist in the personal development of each and every person around the globe. My passion, purpose and reason that I do everything that I do is to help in the creation of a world of true equality. To remove the shackles of limitation and separation that fear casts upon us and to unite globally and to liberate humanity. And it all starts with you. So go over to the website, have a look at all the content there. There's some free content, anxiety freedom courses, there will be a How to Raise Your Vibration course, which is free, which will be launching mid-September. And there is a self-empowerment course, again, which is free, as well as some very, very powerful, more in-depth and truly life-changing courses that are also housed there. So enlightenment is to exist in a state of light, in, to exist within the light in a state of acceptance. Yet in order... To exist in the light, first we must venture through the darkness to discover the parts of ourselves fragmented and lost there, hidden away in the depths of our mind, and reintegrate them back into the self, back into the whole, creating full inner completion, unity, one consciousness, and with it the ability to experience that state of enlightenment. Okay? And to accept everything means that you are no longer triggered by anybody else. It means that you can look at somebody in pain and not feel their pain, not want to take their pain away, just accept it as part of reality. To look at somebody that is trying to wrong or hurt you or harm you or that has done in the past and just fully accept it. Accept that they know not what they do. It's their ego acting from a place of insecurity and needing to feel superior. And that is actually not their fault. It's not even what they intend. It's just a behavior that they are running, a program that they're running, a behavior that they're adopting. At their core, 
they want and desire the same things as you, to stay safe, to feel happiness, to be understood, accepted, and loved. Because once again, it is always love. So a TV has all of the signal, all of the pictures that a TV is able to receive and broadcast are in the airwaves around it at any one time. The picture that you see on that screen is dependent on the channel that you tune that TV into. If you tune yourself into victimhood, into poor me, into defiance or denial, then that is what you will experience because that is the picture that you are broadcasting yourself as, the frequency that you are aligning yourself as, and you're basically saying to the universe around you, I want to experience victimhood. And then the universe will send you all forms of people and events to allow you to feel victimized. If instead you would rather experience a life of joy and bliss and happiness and abundance in all ways, then tune yourself into that. Simple, right? Hmm. Well, yes, actually it is. Once you know how, once you have practiced it, once you are mindful of the thoughts and feelings that take place within you, knowing that they're not you, they're just there to be experienced, it is. I experience frustration. I got incredibly, incredibly angered to the point that I actually scared people last weekend over something very, very simple yet fundamentally it was a trigger. It triggered me and it triggered my disapproval of the way society shows us one thing when it's doing another, let's say. So my ego, egoically, I stopped drinking alcohol for about a period of a year until I realized that it was actually a, it became an egoic uh, superiority complex point. You're going to come out, no, I don't drink. No, I don't drink. No, I don't drink. I'm, I'm superior because I don't drink. And once I realized that that has become the ego's form of superiority, I had a drink to ensure that it didn't have that that ammunition to fuel itself and being superior to anything outside because there is no separation to myself internally to yourself internally to the external world we are all elements of the same universal self god is everything in existence we are elements of that same existence so what i became angered at was i went to spend some spend the evening with family and friends and somebody was drinking a can of cider and it was strawberry flavored and she read the ingredients and there was a whole list of ingredients but there was no strawberries and i i was kind of listening to something else and heard it and i was like Could, hang on a minute can you just repeat that and I got so, so angered. I was like, this is what is wrong with society. Strawberry flavoured cider and there's no fucking strawberries in it. You're going to put something on a label. People expect it to be what is branded on the surface. Yet but hidden beneath it is something completely different. It's fake. And that is what the ego is. The ego is I am strawberry flavoured. But beneath it is something completely different. Okay. But once I had become angered, I asked to look at the can. I took a sip of it and I said, but it's actually really nice. And instantly, just as instantly as I got angry, I instantly just let go of it. I experienced it and I let it go. Just as a child experiences those ups and downs or a child becomes ill and bounces back the next day, it doesn't attach to it doesn't try to actually defy itself through those experiences because it doesn't have such a strong sense of self, such a strong sense of ego. So let me finish off the, um, the concept of the law of attraction. So you attract to you that which you vibrate out yourself. So look for where you are feeling positive in life look for the areas that you are grateful for look for the areas that you have abundance in and focus upon those and then when you feel grateful 
for having an abundance in friendship let's say but you feel a little bit less less and lacking in money as an example focus yourself your energy on that positive gratitude for friendship and then move over to money with the gratitude through friendship attached to money feeling grateful and then look for the gratitude in the money you do have every time you spend something be grateful to be able to spend it instead of saying oh i don't want to spend three pound on a donut it shouldn't cost three pound for a donut it should only cost 40p what's wrong with society as i often did and catch myself doing still because three pound for a donut is ridiculous i don't care who you are to spend three pound on a donut when there's families that live around the world surviving all week off the same amount of money is ludicrous. And that is the reason that I do what I do because there is something fundamentally wrong with the global system where one person spends three quid on a donut and another family survives off three quid all week for everything. It's, it's ludicrous, but there we go. It is what it is. And my want or desire to change it is simply because I can, not because of... There is an element of wanting justice. But if I get caught up in that, then I become lack, I become limited by that. So I do what I do with the fundamental desire to see a world of equality because I can. And anytime you do anything, return to that truth. Why do you go to work? Because I can. Why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? Because I can. You don't have to. It's all choice. It's all free will. You could choose not to go to work. Okay. It would have consequences. And each of your choices does have a consequence attached to it. Yet you could choose not to go to work. It would result in you not being able to pay your bills, which would result in the long term and you ending up on the street, which would result in potentially you becoming ill and potentially dying. Okay. So what's the worst that could happen? You could die. So what's the worst that could happen then? Well, nothing. You'd be dead. So what's the worst that could happen? Well, nothing really. If I die, I'm dead. It doesn't really matter. So between being born and dying, all we're doing is traveling towards that point of death. So does it really matter? Because we're going to die anyway one day. So why not just enjoy the experience of life whilst we have the opportunity to experience it? Enjoy the journey. Don't worry about the destination. Enjoy the journey. That's what it's all about. When you go for a walk, next time you go for a walk, which is quite a common thing to do at the moment, instead of thinking, right, I've got an hour for a walk, I'm going to walk to this point and then back, and then marching on your walk. Come on, everybody, let's go for a walk. About a month or so ago, we all went camping, myself and my family. And everybody wants to, you know, we're going for a walk, we're going to go here. And the youngest, he's now just turned three. I actually ensured that we, I stayed back with him and my brother, his dad, and let him set my pace. Because being a child, you see so many things that you miss as an adult. As an adult, you are constantly racing through life. Life goes past in a blur, like you're driving in a car and you look out the window and you can see the trees, but they're just in a big blur. When you're walking, oh, that, that, I can see that. Yep, come on. No, we're going here. Come on, we've got to get somewhere. I don't know why we need to get as far as we physically can within this time period, but we're going on a walk. Come on, let's... let's. What does it matter if you walk 100 yards or three miles in an hour? you're going out for a walk it's the enjoyment of the walk it's not the destination unless you're needing to get somewhere within a specific time and then that could incorporate the concept of time and it being relevant or unrelevant depending on your attachment to it and that in truth you're always on time because you are always on the time when you arrive if you are late within a clock time sense you are still on time because you have arrived in your own time Hmm, interesting. <laughs> so I, by letting him set the pace, he actually sat for a few minutes and looked at some mud. And I got down on my knees with him and we looked at the mud and we played with the mud and we saw all the different context and 
contours in the mud and the little creatures walking about in it. And that in itself is life. You can rush through it a thousand miles an hour and it all just passes you by in a blur and then you die anyway. Having got slightly more done maybe or slightly further. But you, did you really enjoy it or was it just all a rush and a blur? Or you learn to slow down again. Be a human being. Just be as opposed to a human doing. And return to being a natural being more often as opposed to a technological being. Okay. Once again, I ask that if you have any questions, please contact me through any of my socials. Cosmic Surfer, K-O-S-M-I-C-S-U-R-F-E-R. Cosmic Surfer. And I will do a show on whatever topic you would like discussed. And what I've just writing notes for is best night's sleep. So we'll talk about the subconscious mind in a later episode and the way it's always listening and aware and learning the programs installed on it, etc., etc. But more the fact that if you can do yourself one big life-changing thing, it's to put your phones on silent or to turn off the notifications other than I have my normal phone, the, the ring for a phone call on, but that's it. Everything else is on mute. I don't have any notifications because otherwise it'd be beep, 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 beep all day. And my mind wouldn't have a chance to rest or to find silence. So I create an atmosphere of silence and I know that I'm reachable should those that need me, need me. But that I can create an atmosphere of peace and tranquility to exist in that state of peace and tranquility within. Okay. So again, let me finish what I started. <laughs> the screen. By vibrating at positive vibrations, gratitude, being humble, being confident and positive with a feeling of worth and a foundational element of compassion for yourself and others and love for yourself and others. That is what you will then experience. If you don't like what you are viewing on the TV, you change the channel. Why would you go back and re-watch a program from the past over and over again that only causes you upset? You've experienced it in the past, yes. Why are you rerunning that same program? You know it causes you pain. Change the channel to one of gratitude. And in the free anxiety removal course is some very, very powerful and simple techniques and tricks to actually break you free from any negativity, not just anxiety, but by attaching things you are grateful for and things you are excited about for in future on your fingers and tapping your fingers the subconscious mind can only focus on so many things at one time and by realigning your energy down a new path that is where you then travel as we said before if you're a boat sailing on the seas and there's some rocks to your right and the beautiful clear seas to your left if you look at the rocks to your right going oh i best not go over there because i'll crash and i might might drown that's it. That's as much as you need to do. And then look at where you're going. Look at the positive, beautiful blue landscape to your left and focus your attention, your energy on that way and walk that path. If you focus on the rocks, you will crash into them because that's where you're steering your vessel. It's where your energy is going, where your attention is going, where your energy is going and what you focus upon and growing. Okay. As above, so below. As within, so without. It's all the same information. Everything in existence is energy vibrating at different frequencies and it does so in waveform. What you experience as the external world is the same image that the external world experiences as you. It's one screen of information and you control it all. You have the buttons to it. Okay? If you are in a vibrational resonant body of love people will see you as love they will then be able to see the love in themselves reflected on you and back to themselves and experience it in themselves you will then see them as love seeing them as the external world 
as love and have a new external world see you as love. It's the same screen. One screen of information, you view it from inside, looking out to the external world. The external world views it from outside, looking inwards upon you. That is the ancient philosophy as as above, so below, as within, so without, explained in the most simplistic term. I've never heard anything quite so powerful and simple other than through receiving it through meditation. That's what I was shown and it was a game changer. So before we start to actually run out of time, let's actually talk about the ego and what it is. The ego is the sense of self, yes, is the I am. But unfortunately is the mighty I am. And it attaches to a belief of self and then it will do everything to deny or defy the change of that image of self so that it is able to stay with its understanding of what is. The reason we don't like change is because the ego doesn't like change. And as I've discussed before, any sort of ism, sexism, racism, fatism, heightism, whatever isms there are around the world. I'm sure there the multitude of lists of isms nowadays with the political correctness and the actual way that society is trying to label everything. But once again, what you label, you separate into categories. There is no labels. So the ego shouldn't really be labeled. It should just be embraced as part of the self Within the ancient spiritual teachings, there is a large concept of ego death to destroy your ego, to kill your ego. Without an ego self, there is no sense of self. Within this physical body, I have an ego. It's the ego which allows me to experience this, my sense of self. It knows that I am me, that the wall is separate to me and that you are separate to me in a physical construct. It knows that there are certain things which are going to potentially cause harm, and it does everything it can to keep you safe. The main reason for the ego's existence is to create a sense of self and to keep that self safe, first of all, and then to gain some form of happiness if possible. It, just as we were saying about the cider, the strawberry flavoured cider that doesn't even have any strawberries in, quite often it is difficult to understand somebody through the way that they egoically present themselves to the truth of who they really are. Okay, Being able to read energy, I can tell if somebody is being true to themselves and to, to me or if they are casting a, a layer of illusion a mask, the egoic mask, the mask of separation, of illusion, and is all again caused through fear. The ego will condemn what it does not understand. If you had a discussion with somebody and you gave them a piece of information and they were unable to accept it, even though you were able to actually prove to them why the information is true, that's because their ego is so insecure in its ability to be able to be correct that it needs to hold on to any form of superiority to be the dominant aspect within the self. The reason it's quite often difficult to break free from addictions or depression or mental health issues is because the ego has attached ownership to it. I am Dave and I have depression. I, no, actually, you're not, you're not even Dave. But okay, let's start with you being Dave. You're experiencing a state of depression, yes, but you, you're not, you don't have depression. It's not something which is physically embodied within you. It's just a, a state of being. But, but no, I, I'm Dave with depression. If I'm not Dave with depression, then who am I? You're Dave, the infinite being of infinite potential 
your limitless being of infinite potential in all ways, and whatever you decide is what you will be. Yeah, but I've got depression. You've ex- yeah, you experienced depression, okay? But you haven't got depression. You are not depression itself. You're experiencing it, just as you experience those channels on the TV. When you watch Channel 4, you don't believe yourself to be Channel 4. You're just experiencing Channel 4, yes? Okay. But it's very difficult to get the ego into a place of acceptance to then allow those changes to take place. This is what I do once again with clients and being able to bypass the egoic defense system is a massive part of being able to actually integrate change into my clients. If I was to tell you, there's a say you exist in a room you view reality as a room you exist in your bubble of security of understanding what is inside that bubble you know to be true through past experiences the ego feels safe and confident in that bubble anything outside the bubble is a potential fear i could go and try to get that new job i could go and try to talk to that person and develop a relationship i could try to go and actually learn that new skill but i'm fearful in case I fail, in case I'm not good enough, in case I experience shame. These are all perfectly reasonable ways to think, but they're also perfectly reasonable to have that thought of and then to actually say, I could experience that, and if I did, what would be the worst thing that could happen? Follow it all the way down to the worst thing, worst thing, worst thing, I'd die. So then nothing really matters anyway, so I might as well try it. The fear of failure destroys far more dreams than failure itself. Because once again, failure is just falling around in learnings until realizing everything. So every time you are able to break free from that bubble of fear, you expand your ability to experience, your ability to accept, or the ego's ability to accept. So living in that room, if I was to tell you there's a door over to your left and through that door is freedom. Freedom and your life of pure bliss and happiness in all ways. The chances are you wouldn't go and take that door because you don't know what's behind the door. And the ego likes to actually have a sense of security and understanding and things before it does it. To jump from a height, even though you know that you are connected and safe, is a potential fear. But that is why it also brings that massive rush of exhilaration and excitement. That excitement, that embodiment of excitement is exactly the same biological experience as experiencing or feeling anxiety. It's exactly the same. Yet, you have just attached one thing as being exciting and positive to another thing being negative and causing anxiety. That is egoic once again. Through my experience, I used to wear a mask, an egoic mask. And there are many people, as I'm sure you're all aware, anybody that knows some of the greats, the greatest comedians and influences of history there are so many people that express or portray themselves to be happy and confident when inside they are at a place and point of despair and disaster ready to give up and to 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 do whatever is required to escape that feeling of insuperiority and suffering and confusion of who they are so the mask they wear, even though they may say they're strawberry, maybe they're not. And only by being true to yourself can you then be true to anybody else. An understanding is the wrong way of terming it. The way that I was showing it is an inner standing. An inner standing of yourself brings not an, not, an over, not an understanding, but an overstanding of everything else. An inner standing of self brings an overstanding of everything else because it's taking that higher perspective. It's being able to look from a bird's eye view at a situation, not attaching to it personally or egoically, 
but just accepting it for what it is. If somebody else is experiencing suffering, you can experience it yourself, but not to the same degree because it's not happening to you. It's not happening to your ego. So your ego doesn't actually want to escape it or deny it in the same context as if it was happening to you. The ego mask is put upon as a child, first of all, and we put it on to please other people, to portray ourselves in a certain way that we feel or think our primary caregivers want us to be. So very quickly, let's say energetically, because again, it is all energy. Energetically, I was born purple. I'm purple and I existed in a state of purple. It wasn't until I was wronged or shamed or condemned for being the way that I naturally am that I then tried to mimic or adopt a mask of behavior of the person that was condemning me that I seeked approval from. So I put on a mask and I stopped trying to be purple and I tried to be red, but putting a red filament over the top of a purple light is just going to create a darker, slightly browny, purpley color. I was then confused in who I was and lost within, in truth, separated from the truth of who I am. Yet I went through life portraying myself to be that way, getting more and more confused, more and more separated from the truth and more and more internally frustrated and angered. Yet people that I met along my journey all accepted me as that version. They all understood and could categorize me egoically in a certain bracket. They could label me as being a certain way, and they understood that. Through my awakening, as it's classed, as it's labeled, I cast off my mask through doing a lot of inner work, separating from the desire to attract approval from... It was my father. I wanted him to like me, to accept me, to, to love me. And not until I addressed those issues and separated from any desire for anybody to see me in any way other than I am, did I start to live in truth to who I am, to shine back in alignment and harmony with myself. Colour is the way I was shown it. Again, it's all vibrational. Say I existed as a thousand point one. Each of us are a unique vibrational aspect of the same eternal aspect of self yet we are all unique in ourselves we all create the collective just as there are a multitude of radio stations or tv stations each one is part of the same core element of information of tv of entertainment yet each one is separate and unique to itself just as we are you can harmonize more more mutually with certain people dependent on their vibrational frequency so yellow and blue mix together to make green great orange and blue don't really mix together they're not really going to get on they're going to create some muddy color okay within color context of things it's all again vibrational so by being true to myself i was then able to be true to everybody else so i took off my mask and for the first time i was able to see properly to see clearly to breathe clearly, to speak and express myself confidently. And clearly, I used to talk, honestly, I used to talk like this. I was hunched up, I kept myself small, I repressed my ability to express, and it all came from experiences as a child, not wanting to be condemned and shamed by my father for expressing myself in a slightly feminine way and joyfully and freely. Oi, boy, whoa, whoa, whoa. oh, shit. Let's keep small, let's quiet. If I'm not seen, then I won't get shamed. Yeah, okay, I can see that ego. That makes sense. You're keeping me safe, but you're also actually limiting my ability to experience the pleasures and joy and freedom in life, the freedom that expression brings. I am free to be me. You are free to be you. Whoever you are, whatever you do, be you. There is nobody else in the universe that is able to be you. Only you can be you. And being you is all that you need to do. You are benefiting everybody. You are benefiting the collective of humanity as well as the universe itself by simply being. 
Nothing to do, nowhere to go. Just be. Very quickly, I haven't really gone into too much depth on the ego, but I have created ego videos in the past and I have actually just recorded one a few days ago that I will be sharing again on YouTube very shortly. So if you have not done so, please head over to YouTube to Cosmic Surfer and actually subscribe. Whether you're going to watch the content or not, do me a favor, support me in the in the production and distribution of the information I share. Once we get to a thousand subscribers, we can monetize the channel. Then we can invest in more technology, more equipment, and then we can further expand our efforts in, again, reaching further fields, inspiring and liberating more people, and the actual setting up of the charity, because it's all leading to the charity. I'm writing this book, which will fund the publication of the book I've written with my children and the book that me and my children have written together once that's public publicized <laughs> produced and, and released that all of the money from that will go to setting up the charity that will then lay the foundations to to build the charity from okay it's all about the inspiration and liberation of everybody it's about teaching a child of the capability that they have within themselves instead of putting a plaster on their knee when they fall over to just know that they have the ability to to breathe that pain away and to overcome anything any obstacle in their path but first of all to overcome something you have to accept it is there you have to accept that there is areas that require attention in order to be able to learn and to grow from them you have to accept when somebody triggers or angers you that you are being triggered or angered so that you can look at something within yourself and do the work on it to overcome it, to transcend it, to get to a place of acceptance of it so that you no longer need to see it in somebody else. Best way to look at reality, the cheat code to life, is to look at it all as a computer game. Everything's energy vibrating at different frequencies. Everything's code. It all exists in a harmonic balance. You have free will, freedom of choice to the infinite potential of the universe. The whole, the level is the whole universe. Okay, you are character player one. This is your game. This is your life. The most important person in existence is you, because without you, there is no game to play. There is no life to experiences. There is no universe to experience. You can't put your children first unless you put yourself first. Okay, fact. So being player one, you have the ability to experience anything you want within that game. If you play the character of lack and limitation, you will walk the path of lack and limitation towards the destination of lack and limitation. In order to experience the life of bliss and of your dreams, you have to align yourself with that path and exist as that character. It all starts with the thought. And again, please head over to the website greatestversion.club and take the free courses there take all the free courses and then you have information and tools to carry forward with you a thought leads to an action an action taken over time leads to a habit it's the habits that you embody that create the character that you play in this game of life and it's the character you play that will lead you down that path towards that destiny to experience a life of bliss and joy Align yourself with it. In the game of life, you are character number one. You are main, the main character. You will continue to repeat the same levels over and over again until you learn what is required to overcome them. If you always get angered at something, it's because there is something to learn from that process to overcome that lesson, that level, to then be able to power up, to level up your character to develop your your characteristics, your qualities, your attributes, to continue forward in that game in a more easy and understanding way to move to the next level. Everybody else in your game are secondary characters. Some of them will stay with you throughout the game. Some of them are there to benefit you, to enrich your life, to bring you happiness and joy. Others are there to challenge you, to bring you what we would otherwise class as heartache or to wrong you, to condemn you. But they are quite often the ones that bring the greatest ability to learn and to grow 
they are the bosses to overcome. And through the continued journey forward, knowing that the completion of the game will happen, if you don't learn it now, you will continue to repeat that same lesson, potentially all the way to the end of your life. So then what? Is that like the end of a day and then you turn the game on the next day and repeat the game again from the same starting point and that same level? Every time you become triggered or angered, know it is not you. It is your egoic sense of self and it is becoming angered or triggered because it either does not understand something, it feels threatened by it or it is unable to understand it. Accept it. Accept that you've become angered. Let it go and then see where you can learn and grow from it. The ego, the I am, the mighty I am, or the cosmic, the eternal I am. I am you, as you are me. We are all that was or ever shall be. Universal energy dancing rhythmically in this game, in this play we call life. And even scientifically, they cannot deny this is right. Thank you once again for everything you do and for who you are, for tuning in and for being part of my experience, part of my journey, as I am part of yours. Continue to do what you do. Take time to be you. Know that everything has always been and will always be perfect just depends on which version of perfection you wish to experience in any one moment to the decisions that you make in life. Lay the foundations to build the world of true equality upon now to build your dream life from today and then enjoy the experience towards that destination simply because you can. I am because I can. Thank you once again for tuning in and until the next episode of midday mindfulness stay mindful look for the positives in every situation and give yourself the opportunity to see them peace infinite blessings love and light namaste